John chapter number 14. John chapter number 14. And we'll begin reading in verse number 15. Our text today is verses 15 and then verses 20 through the end of the chapter. I'll read through that beginning in verse 15. John chapter number 14, verse 15. The Bible says, If ye love me, Jesus speaking, If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, Not Iscariot. Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and, will, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine. But the Father which sent me, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. Look at verse number 15 with me this morning. The Bible says, if ye love me, keep my commandments. If ye love me. Keep my commandments. The theme continues all through this passage of Scripture. Look at verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him. Verse 23. If a man love me, he will keep my words. Verse 24. He that loveth me not keepeth not. My sayings. And finally, in verse 31, that the world may know that I love the Father, as the Father gave me commandments, 
Even so I do. Today's message is titled this. If you love me. If you love me. If you love Jesus, it changes the way you live. If you love Jesus, it changes so much about you. If you love Jesus, the Bible says you will keep his commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, it's today's message title, and we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. Number one, love keeps. Love keeps. I love the word keeps. It's a Bible word. It's one we need to pay close attention to. It's an old word. It's a word we often use in uh, our language, keeps. And it's something that is not just has or possesses or sets aside. How many of you ever kept back a little something? That's not the word. The word keep here is one that has to do with tending, to attend to carefully. I've often uh, talked and described this word keep as I've preached so many times from one of my favorite passages of Scripture, Proverbs chapter 4, where the Bible says, keep thy heart with all diligence. Keep, what's it mean to tend to? Attend to carefully. Keep, it's like when my grandfather said, I'm keeping a garden. That didn't mean that He just kept it out in the field and it was just there and it was his so he could say, I've got a garden. No, it meant he was going to tend to it. It meant he was going to give diligence. He was going to care for it. It was something that would get his attention and get his effort. And so when we look at this word, the Bible says in verse 15, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Love keeps Now, I want you to understand, this is not just a basic, simple obey. It's not like we have to be a puppet on a string that knows the Ten Commandments and does everything possible to obey those Ten Commandments. And we feel guilty if we fail or we feel really wonderful if we succeed. The Bible says that we are to keep His commandments. What's that mean? That means you're going to tend to them. That means you're going to spend time with them. You're going to yearn to know more and more about Jesus. What does love do? Love motivates you to know more about the object of your love. Today is Ruth and I's 18th anniversary. And I love her very much. I remember when we first started dating and first started talking, I couldn't get enough. I wanted to know all I could know about her. The longer we've lived together, the longer we've served the Lord together, the longer we've been married, I still love her. And I'm interested in the things that interest her. I'm interested in knowing her more and more intimately and more specifically. Keeps, love keeps. The Bible says in verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, folks, if you think that the Christian life is just a series of do's and don'ts, then you've missed out on the key element of the Christian life. It is the love of Christ that constrains us. We love Jesus. Why do we love Jesus? The love of Christ is a causing love. We love him because he first loved us. So we love Jesus not because we're just so lovey, 
We love Jesus because we know what he's done for us. And when we realize that he loved us so much that he died on the cross for our sins, then our love gets richer. And the love that is the core center of the Christian life, it's a love that motivates us to know him, to know him more, to be able to obey him and please him and find and do his will. Love keeps Love keeps. If you love me, keep my commandments. Look at what the Bible says in verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Who loves Jesus? The people who want to know more about him. Now, when I see this passage of Scripture and I consider the fact that love keeps the commandments of the Lord, it reminds me of something, and it should be a test to the fact that you do or you do not love Jesus or a test to the depth of your love of Christ. Our desire to know God and His Word is a direct reflection of our love for Christ. Can you see that? You see, if you're satisfied to leave your Bible, as they used to say in the back glass of the car from Sunday to Sunday, and never open God's Word for yourself, if you're tempted to fade away into la-la land while the Bible's being preached and taught or skip Sunday school for no good reason, If you're tempted to neglect God's Word, it is a direct reflection. Not that you're unable to learn God's Word. Not that you are uninterested in loving God's Word. It's a direct reflection of the fact that your love for Christ has begun to wax and wane. It's faded away. It's not what it used to be. How many of you remember a time in your Christian life where knowing God and His Word was of utmost importance, but you've seen that yearning to keep His commandments fade. Let me tell you something. It's because your heart has lost some of its love for your Lord and Savior. You see, if you love Him, if you love me, Jesus says, you'll keep my commandments. You'll keep my commandments. Now look, I know that you hear lots of preaching and preachers talk about church attendance, church attendance, church attendance. And I'll just tell you something. I have never preached on church attendance because I wanted to see a lot of people at church just for the sake of seeing a lot of people at church. The numbers are irrelevant to me. But the emphasis on attending a Bible-preaching church, a Bible-teaching church, is because we need to yearn for the opportunities to keep God's commandments and to love Him more and to learn God's Word. Oh, it's so important. You see, love keeps, love keeps Love keeps his commandments. 
the Bible says in verse 24, it's very plain, the antithesis of verse 15 and verse 21. The Bible says, he that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. What? Yeah, he that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. What is an evidence that your heart is cold towards God? An evidence that your heart is cold towards God is that you've lost your desire to know more about Jesus. You see, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. We should yearn in our hearts to know God, to know his word, to obey his word. You see, the Bible says that we are to keep his commandments. If ye love me, keep my commandments. I want you to ask yourself this question. Has my desire to know And obey God's word. Has it become anemic? Has my desire to know and obey God's word. Become secondary or less? Has my desire to know and obey God's word. Grown cold? (laughs) That was for emphasis. Good work. Well, has it? Has it grown cold? You remember a time in your Christian life where you couldn't wait to get your Bible out and see what God had for you again? Was there a time when you carried your Bible with you to church and a pen in hand because you knew that there would be something in the Word that would help you? Has that faded? We preach these type messages to teens and children at camp season because it's very important. But what about us, adults? People who are in the grind week in and week out. The emphasis should remain the same. We should yearn to keep God's command. What's it mean to keep God's command? I'll tell you what it means to keep God's command. It means to know God's word and obey God's word. It's not just obey. You see, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Love keeps. Number two, the Bible teaches this. Number two, that love knows. Love knows. Uh, if you love Jesus, you're in the know. And I'll show you why we believe that and why the Bible teaches it. The Bible says in verse number 21, I want you to see this, it's wonderful. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Now I want you to consider that as a, as a complete phrase because the thoughts work together perfectly. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Now, that just simply says amen to what I just told you. Keeping God's word, keeping God's commandment is knowing God's word and obeying God's word. And so the scripture says in verse 21, he that hath my commandments, he that knows them, who possesses them, who has them in in their heart, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. So if you were to take that in reverse, it's an equation. If you have my commandments in your heart, you know them, and you obey them, that is because you love me. 
It's the opposite direction of verse 15. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. In verse 21, the Bible says, if you love me, you'll not only keep my commandments, but you'll know my commandments. And so I want you to know something that love knows. When we, know, when we love God, we know God's Word. Do you want to know God's Word more? Then determine to love Jesus more because it works like this. The Bible says in verse 21, He that hath my commandments keepeth them. He it is, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. He that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. What does Jesus do? The Bible says, when you love me, I'm going to manifest myself to you. I don't know about you, but a promise that Jesus will show himself to me is something that I'm interested in. And so the Bible says, if you love me, you'll know my commandments, you'll keep my commandments, and because you love me, the Father will love you, and I'll love you, and I will manifest myself to you. Now there's a lot of words there, but it's a simple concept. The bottom line is, when you keep God's commandments, because you love God, God gives you more. You know more of Him. He says, I'll manifest myself to you. He says, I'll help you. If you love me, I'll help you. I'll bless you. Love knows. He says, I'll manifest myself to you. I'll show myself to you. I'll prove myself to you. The Bible says in verse 22, Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not in the world? Judas, not Judas Iscariot, asked an interesting question. He says, how are you going to show yourself to us and not the world? How is that possible? And Jesus says, I'll tell you. Verse 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we, God the Father, God the Son, and the coming Comforter, you'll see him in a moment, we will come unto him and make our abode with him. What does Jesus say? He says, it's simple. The reason the people who love God can know God and his commandments more and more clearly than the world is because God indwells us. It's sweet. He says, I'll manifest myself to you I will abide with you. I know for a fact, according to God's word, that when you get saved, you receive the Holy Spirit. And you have Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit and God the Father indwelling you. We have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And God's teaching us and working our hearts. And God has promised that if you love me, I'll teach you. Love knows. Love knows. I don't know about you, but I want to know more and more about Jesus. I found out the more I know about Jesus, the easier life is. The more I know about Jesus, the smoother it is to pass through troubles. The more I know about Jesus, the more I trust Jesus and I believe in Jesus. Oh, how wonderful it is. Love knows. Love knows. The Bible says in verse number 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, 
He will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Verse 24, He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. He says, what you hear is not going to be the words of love. What's the Father speak in the ears of the lost? Judgment and condemnation. He says, you're not going to hear the wonderful words of life. You're not going to hear the commandments and the enriching of the Spirit of God when you do not love me. The Bible says in verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. What is he saying to us? Jesus is saying to his disciples and is saying to us, he says, if you'll love me, you'll know me. If you love me, you'll know my commandments. The more you love me, the more you obey me, the more you'll know. Love knows. Love knows. The Bible says, Jesus speaking, that the Holy Ghost is going to come and he'll teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. I don't know about you, but when I read verse 15, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You know the first thought I have? I don't mean to be this way, but it's just how I am. If you love me, keep my commandments. I'm thinking, there's no way I can know all the commandments. Have you ever thought that? I think there's no way that I can keep. I do love Jesus, but there's no way I can keep all the commandments because I don't know. And no doubt the disciples, I mean, Thomas is in that group. You know Thomas, he's a doubter. And if anybody had doubts and had questions, he was thinking in the background, he's like, that's fine, I love you, I think, but if I have to keep your commandments in order to love you, I don't know that I can do that. And Jesus says, I want you to know something. Whoa, you love me, and I'm going to show you the commandments. I'm going to teach you something. You're going to keep my commandments. When you keep my commandments, that means you're going to tend to them, you're going to learn them, and when you're learning them, I'm going to teach them. How many of you think you could do something if you had the right teacher? So many times I've attempted things with the help of somebody to bring me along. And I'm thankful for that. First time I ever welded a piece of metal. My grandfather was there. I knew I could weld if he was there to help me know how. If he was there to teach me. I was glad to try because he was there to teach me. First time I ever put a piece of plumbing together. I knew I could do it. Because Jerry Curitan, a man that I love dearly, taught me so many things. He was there to help me do it. First time I sat down on an excavator, dug a ditch, Jerry Curitan was there. I knew I could do it because he was there to teach me. What do we have to be afraid of? You hear these stories, and I hope it never happens to me or any of you, but you hear these stories of being on an airplane, and the pilot has a medical emergency, and you've got to land the plane. There was one just recently in the news where the guy actually literally had to talk on the on the uh, to command and or the air traffic control person and a flight instructor taught him how to land a plane how many of you that sounds like a lot of fun not me but the truth is if you have the right instructor what do you have to be afraid of 
If you have someone helping you along the way and the key to learning something and, the, and to mastering something is not learning and knowing it all right now and then doing it later, the key to knowing and learning something is you have to learn through the process of doing. And so God has promised something wonderful to us. I do love the Lord. I do want to obey the Lord. I do want to know the Lord. But I know for a fact that I don't know all there is to know, nor will I ever. So how can I get peace? I'll tell you how I can get peace. As I love the Lord, and He teaches me, and I obey Him, and I love the Lord, He teaches me, and I obey Him. All the while, my understanding of who God is and what God has for me and how to live this life and how to live it victoriously, it becomes fresh and new and real. And it's growing because love knows. The Bible says that the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. I like that little phrase too. And bring all things to your remembrance. How many of you are forgetful? Hallelujah. You liars, nobody raised their hands. There we go, I saw some hands. I'm just messing. How many of you ever have this fear? And sometimes I'm afraid. Sometimes, and the devil loves to do this to you. You're afraid, I want to please you, Lord, but I just don't know everything. You don't have to know everything. Because God's going to show you. When you love him, he's going to show you what you need to know when you need to know it. How many of you are thankful for reminders? Me too. I'm so thankful for that. If someone reminds me of something, I do not get offended. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for reminders. I'm thankful for reminders. And I'm so thankful to know that in my Christian walk, if I love the Lord and I'm determined to obey the Lord, He says, I'll remind you. He says, I'll bring things to your remembrance, whatever I've said unto you. Aren't you glad? You see, love keeps, love knows. And finally, number three, love trusts. Love trusts. Trust is something wonderful. It's something we can have with people, but it's limited no matter who that person is. You understand that? You see, I really do believe that you can trust me. You can trust me to the extent that I'm able to be trustworthy. Now, I want to be as near perfect as possible. But you can only trust me to the extent that I have the capacity to be trustworthy. And I am a human. I am a sinner saved by grace. In the eyes of Christ, I am righteous but I have to battle with sin and the flesh, and so do you. You can trust me to the extent that a person can be trusted. And sometimes we end up with trust issues because we want to trust people. Look, the bottom line is all people will fail you. All people. All people are fallible. All people. But folks, you can trust Jesus. Love trusts. We love Jesus because, quite frankly, He's the only person on the planet that we can actually trust. 
Now look, Ruth and I have been married for 18 years. I trust her. But I can't trust her to the level that I trust Christ. Ruth and I have been married for 18 years, and she trusts me. She trusts me with many things. And I'm thankful for that, but she can only trust me to the level that I can be trusted, and I'm a fallible man. But I want you to know something. I can trust Jesus without reserve because he is perfect. We can trust God. We can trust God because God gives us peace. Look what he says. In light of all this, verse 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now I want you to know something. Peter in the next few hours is going to fail miserably. He's going to deny Christ three times. Judas Iscariot in the next few hours is going to fail miserably. He's going to betray Christ for silver. The other disciples, all of them, without fail, are going to fail Christ miserably. Jesus could not trust them, and he knew that, and he's okay with that. But they could trust Jesus. And Jesus said, listen, I know what you're going to do. You're going to make a big mess in the next few hours, the next few days. But I want to remind you of something. I give you peace. And it was God and the love of Christ that gave them peace in the days that were ahead. God's peace. You can trust God's peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Verse 28, you have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Look at that. Verse 28. Love trusts God's peace. Love trusts God's plan. Now, what was everybody upset about in chapter number 14? Everybody's upset because Jesus says, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm going to die. Everybody's upset about that. And Jesus says, now listen, if you love me, you'll rejoice because I said I go to my Father. He says, if you love me, you'll rejoice because I'm doing God's will. He says, if you love me, if you trust me, you'll trust God's plan. How many of you have ever been in a situation that you thought, man, I wish this had turned out different? And all God's people said, amen. But you know what? You can trust God's plan. You can trust God's plan. You see, love, trust. We can trust God's plan. Love, trust God's peace, God's plan. And finally, love, trust God's power. Love, trust God's power. The Bible says, verse 29, this is an interesting couple verses here. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. What did he say? He says, he says I've told you what's going to happen. I'm going to die. I'm going to be buried. I'm going to rise again. I'm going to the Father. He says, I've told you in advance so that you can trust me. You can trust in God's power. Who else can you lean on that knows the beginning from the end? Who else can you trust in who knows everything? Who else can you trust in that understands the future? No one. But we can trust in Jesus. You see, when we love him and we know him, we can trust him. We can trust his power. God knows the future. Have you ever wondered why your life gets these twists and turns and hiccups? 
and bumps along the way. God has a plan, and we can trust his plan. And God is powerful. He knows the end from the beginning. We can trust God's power in verse number 30. We can trust God's power in the fact that he knows the future. And we can trust God's power in the fact that he's given us victory over Satan. Look what the scripture says in verse 30. It's an interesting verse. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. He says, look, I'm not going to have much more to say. He's getting ready to talk about the true vine, and there's a few things left to say. He says, he says I, don't have to, I don't have to address these issues much more. He says, because the reason is the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Who's the prince of this world? The devil himself. And Jesus says, I want you to remember something. The prince of this world has nothing in me. He has no power over me. He has no power over me. Let, me. let me remind you of something. Who is it that wants to destroy your marriage? Satan. Who is it that wants to destroy your children? Satan. Who is it that wants to destroy this church? Satan. Who is it that wants to ruin your life? Satan. Who is it that's working to tempt you? to sin that you, so that you lose the power and blessing of God. Satan, who is it that wants you to be bitter towards God because of the circumstances of your life? Satan. And Jesus says, I want to remind you of something. He has nothing in me. He has nothing in me. He has no power over me, in me, above me, around me. He has nothing in me. And folks, you can trust Jesus. You can trust Jesus' plan. You can trust Jesus' path for your life. You can trust Jesus' love for you and your family because he has power and has already declared victory over the devil, our adversary. Love trusts. So the question in the message this morning is this. If you loved me, you'd keep my commandments. Do you love him? We should yearn in our hearts to know more and more about Jesus. Keep his word. Know his word. Know him. Obey him. And trust him. May God help us to love Jesus.